Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, do you ever like uh, use this phrase like, you're, you know, you're, you're about to do something and then you're like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And that's, you know, future JJ's problem. <laughs> I have, I, I avoid using that phrase because I'm scared to, <laughs> but I have heard the phrase used a lot. <laughs> I just think it's interesting, this idea that we do things Mm -hmm. Uh, and we make decisions that like maybe is not in the best interest of our future selves. Yeah, for sure. Or that maybe our future selves will regret, um, but we do it anyway. And you're saying that, um, and in the, in this example, you're saying that we would, we would say that we would make this decision knowing it wasn't a good decision kind of. Uh, maybe that's, that's one of the Hmm. parts where it gets interesting, right? Like, like there's an entire industry of tattoo removal. <laughs> and and next to every every Las Vegas chapel is a divorce court. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, an annulment That's... clinic. <laughs> okay. That's I got the you. sort of thing I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, those tattoo removals look so painful. Oh, right but when you're 18 you're like this tattoo of daffy duck that i'm gonna get across my chest this is the thing it's gonna be so amazing forever oh my god okay i just have to tell you a real life example i dated a guy just out of high school he was in the military they all went out one night and got hammered they all got huge american flags and eagles put on them and he took up his entire forearm with Pluto, Pluto the dog. Oh, the cart, the, the cartoon. cartoon. Uh. Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> got to be almost sixty now. I wonder if he's embarrassed about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. well, that's the that's kind of like the interesting thing is is it's a it's a balance. It's a really interesting yeah. balance because sometimes like when you're just like in the moment and you want to do a thing and you just do it and you don't think about the future all that much. Yeah. Sometimes that's like a very fun part of life. Yes. Right? I need to do yeah, that more like, actually. Yeah. Like <laughs> I should do more, more thinking of that. In the fu- thinking about the future mm-hmm. too much brings anxiety. Yes. Yeah. It actually like stifles a lot. Yes, it does. Action. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It makes you feel like cra- crap too. Just on the other side, maybe you're going to do something that you might, you know, quickly or eventually like regret doing. Yeah. Well, so where's the balance there? Well, certainly I think there's probably an age factor in this too, right? Mm. I think you're more inclined, generally speaking, to make choices without really being concerned about your future when you're Mm -hmm. younger. I think a lot of kids think they're pretty, not what can happen to me. Nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah. Well, I, 
I, I see that like on a daily basis with my teenage boys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I used to just pray, please let Mitchell get to be 24, 25 years old, please. Yeah. When in reality, yeah, I, mean, I should have been do doing some... that with my daughter because she was oh. sneaky, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My 16 year old, like had, had a, had a job, a, a pretty stable job. Yeah. Quit that, quit that job for a different job at a different restaurant that's not so stable. Yeah. Um, and when he did that, I was like, uh, Ethan, just make sure you leave that job. Like, you know, that, don't burn that any bridges. Job, like on good terms. Yep. Don't burn. Yeah. So what he actually did was tell them that he quit and then just didn't show up to his last like oh. five chefs. Oh. So I'm like, dude, now you can't go back. Yeah. But this is just like an example. You can't yeah. think. Yeah. Because he thought that his next thing would be better than his last thing. Yeah. Turns out it's worse. <laughs> turns but now he can't go back. Oh, turns out. <laughs> oh, you see people in their professional careers making the exact same kinds of choices, actually, mm. where they tell themselves a story. Yeah. You know, I think that actually has something to do with it. The inner dialogue, right? I think, well, not something. I think that's all of it. It's like, what is the story you're telling yourself? You know, like, because mm. if you think about like how people make it's called making rash decisions, mm -hmm. right? We say that. We have oh, a yeah, stigma right. about making a, quote, rash decision. Rash decision. I wonder yep. where that phrase ever came from, by the way. Is that like a decision that makes you break out in a rash because it wasn't yeah, right. brought out? It's so bad it gives you hives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, But I see a lot of people that get in their own heads about stuff, right? It's like... No, it's no big deal. No, I'm going to, I just want this right now. So I'm going to force this issue in this moment because I mm. don't really care. This is yeah. what I want. Yep. So there's like an impulsiveness. Yeah. Is like you're kind of saying like there's an impulsiveness. Yeah. Yeah. To it. Yeah. The other thing, I, you know, being a young person, mm -hmm. right? A lot of decisions you make when you're younger that affect you when you're older. Yeah are like financial decisions, mm -hmm. right? Like, well, no, I'm 20 and I want a new car. So I'm going to buy a new car, even though I can't really afford to have a right. new car. And then you get yourself into like, right. you know, there's so many young people that get themselves into yeah, financial, financial troubles mm -hmm. because they're making these decisions that are a thing they want now, but bad for yeah. the long term. Like they can't sustain it. You know what? You just opened up this whole big thing for me just as you said that. Because I think it's it it affects absolutely everything. It isn't just finances. I mean, you want to talk mm -hmm. about younger, more I think when you're younger, you're more idealistic. You have less experience, but you're very idealistic mm. about things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to talk about the topics that happen to a future self um based on a moment's choice, look at the current situation politically, mm. okay? So some people uh, simply want to be on the bandwagon to have a strong reaction to something happening politically, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and they may, they may march, they may go into, you know, all of those kinds of things without recognizing the, the downsides of those things. The, it's mm. just recognizing the balance of every decision. Um, mm -hmm. Think about young people that are so set on wanting to be married. Mm. Everybody else my age is married. 
I'm, I don't even care if this isn't the right person. I don't, I can make it work. I don't care. I'm just going to do it. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch of times I think that that happens where, and not even just young people. I think we can use that for that grouping as a traditional group of where you're going to see a lot of that. But there's lots of people that are in that mode, (laughs) 30s, 40s, and so on. Yeah. I had a friend who I, I feel got married for that exact reason. Mm, Yeah. Now divorced. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because the future self, the, the realness of it, the realness of that, Mm -hmm. um, not thinking it through or not, you know, here's the other thing. They may have thought it through, but they haven't been honest or balanced in how they've thought it through. Mm. I think that's probably more realistic as you become a little more mature, you talk yourself into things. Because the idea of not doing it once you pose it in your mind feels like a failure. Mm. Yeah. I think this is so interesting because you and I advocate all the time about being in the moment, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just not thinking about the past too much. Yeah. Because that'll lead to depression. Oh, that's interesting. Not thinking about the future too much. Yeah. Because that'll lead to anxiety. Yeah. Um, And just, and, and calming down our like logical like always firing monkey brain right Mm -hmm. um and just being in the moment yeah well when you're just always in the moment Mm. you can actually make decisions that aren't so great for your future self yeah like you're saying you're just i'm doing the thing that makes me feel good right now yeah yeah but but so there's a little bit of a balance and Mm -hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. spending true. too much time in future thinking is not that great. Like it's very stifling. But there's maybe there's like a time and place for future thinking. Yeah, you know that though. What comes to my mind when you talk about that? Because mm. you're so right. So it's like, so let's just sit here for a minute in the realness of this moment. So we're talking about making big decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about how it could affect our future self. But don't you think if you sit in this space of yourself around any particular topic, if you're open and honest with yourself, you can see both sides of the stick. I always say that every topic is two topic. It's the having of or the lack, it's the lack of, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so even if you're in the immediate state of being in the moment, um, you still are filtering out the good and the bad, Mm. right? Like, I think what, I think when it gets sideways is when you won't look at one side. You simply look at the other side because you don't feel like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. The other thing that you said that I think is key mm-hmm. is like sitting with the decision. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A, a lot of times when we find ourselves in a in a bind um, is when we didn't really sit mm-hmm. and reflect on a decision, we just made a super fast impulse decision. We, we didn't feel into our feelings about it. Yeah. We so, simply stayed from the neck up in it. Right. Like that was, I was just going to say that, like we didn't like check in with our gut, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times there's like a, a gut feeling on something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can so easily get swept into the moment yeah. and not check in with that gut feeling or just decide to ignore it. Yes. Yep. That's when all hell breaks loose, quite literally. That's, the, that's like the inflection point, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Ignoring, ignoring that, that feeling. Yeah. And you use the phrase gut. And I used to quietly think about it like this as our inner being, but I would never use that phrase because it was a little too airy fairy. And I don't feel like that anymore. I, I can use that phrase yeah, now. I really do believe that we all have an inner being that is guiding us and knows exactly what's best for us at every single second of every single day. And that's the same thing as the gut, right? Mm -hmm. That's that, or you could say your intuition, or I had a feeling, all of those things, it's constantly guiding us, but we get swept up in the moment and um, we don't want to check in with that. We don't want to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, I know I'm trying to lose 50 pounds, but in this moment, this banana split looks so good, <laughs> right? And, um, but then in moments after it, like in moments after consuming the banana split, in moments, forget about the weight, forget about all the shoulda, woulda, couldas. It doesn't feel good inside of you mm. because you went against what it was that was really something for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even it being in the moment, I honestly think, Gosh, wouldn't it be so great if we didn't worry about our future, we didn't worry about our past, we simply stayed in the current moment and in our knowingness of what yeah. we really feel good with. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that's the key. Yeah. That is good to be mindful of. I have, an, I have another question for you. Yeah. Well, so do you, I, li I listen to all of these like startup yeah, I know you do. Yeah, podcast, oh, I love right? when you always tell stories about and it. the uh, God. One of the prevailing things in like entrepreneurship and and side hustles and all of that stuff, yeah. is this like this like fake it till you make it mm -hmm. mentality, yeah, right? Which is kind of like like act like your future self mm -hmm. now, and there will be it'll go so far as to actually do promote like a lifestyle of like actually like even spend like your future self will you think like spend money like yeah, your yeah. future self will be making which i'm like oh my god don't do that <laughs> like <laughs> back away back away from the old. podcast that's just me that's just <laughs> me being old in the uh no. startup ecosystem at this point but uh this idea Mm -hmm. of fake it till you make it yeah or act like act like the future person you want to be now yeah it, it's got like an mm -hmm. interesting side to it mm -hmm. i want to know your thoughts on yeah that. i have so many thoughts on that first of all i think that the fake it till you make it is a very um it depends on how you're doing it like to me again fake it till you make it is all brain decisions that you're doing but you don't really feel into that. You're not actually feeling the rightness of that. You're feeling fear or feeling mm. disconnect or feeling like you're acting out of character or out of your own normal, mm. not normal, because it's an, when you're in a startup, obviously you do have to take some risks. Um, but this whole idea of faking it till you make it, I really hate that phrase. And I've always hated mm. it. As a matter of fact, I remember one time I got into it with a client because he was really all about the, you know, all about how it looks. And, you know, if you can think it, you can be it. And oh, yeah, there's another. Oh, we got all, we have so many of these little like pithy quotes. Right. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, because no pig can think it's going to fly and it's going to mm. straight up. No. Was that your coaching advice? No, 
No, <laughs> I actually, been taken the wrong way. <laughs> back then, I was like, just glared. I just glared at him because I wasn't a coach yet. Like, this was probably 15 years ago. And he's like, you don't like that phrase, huh? And I was like, I just hate that phrase. And mm. I couldn't articulate why at the time. It just didn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is this, is that now I'm not trying to discourage people from, I'm not discouraging people from um, allowing themselves to expand and being new and being open. Like, I love mm-hmm. all of that. But I think that if we falsely do it under the pretense that we're just thinking our way into it, it's false. It's mm. false. I have a client right now that sent me a list of aspirations that they're working on. And um, they always had a list of aspirations. And when I saw the first list, the first list was very much like that. I am this kind of spouse. I Or I will be this kind of spouse. I will mm. have this kind of wealth. I will have this kind of um, parenting experience. It was all future stated. And it was under the guise of, if I just act like this, these things will come to me. Mm-hmm. But the true energy that's being kicked out in that moment isn't that. What's being kicked out is at some point in my future, not now, not mm-hmm. now, not now. And that's mm-hmm. the energy that keeps pre- pre- prevailing through that. Um, well, that's, you're like talking about sort of like the key phraseology in kind of like manifesting what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you've got to get that feeling. Like, so like, mm-hmm. like they were creating the feeling of future, wanting in the future. So they're just getting wanting. So they're just getting wanting. So the thing is, the thing is this, is that if you can feel into, like really, truly feel into those things feel Mm -hmm. into the joy of what it would be in your life, you know, feel into those, those things that you want rather than just think into them because it's Mm -hmm. hollow. It's just hollow. So I don't know if that answered the question, but there's a lot to that. Well, yeah. And then when we talk about sort of like manifesting things, right. Yeah. This idea that like, we do have a, we really do get to that feeling of, our future mm-hmm. state, mm-hmm. and then then it comes to us. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? What's your opinion about that? About fake it till you make yeah. it. Um, well, I I agree. I go to I don't I don't really like the fake it till you make it thing. Although there are it it's an interesting um, edge. Yeah, because parts of it are actually like a confidence thing mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. vision thing. It's like if you can't see yourself right, right, being right, right. something, then you're not going to be it. That's right. Right? So you're and you're kind of creating your own glass ceiling. Right. So parts mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. fake it till you make it concept I like yeah. because it's like hey, let's Makes blow sense. like let's blow the roof off this thing that like, it's okay. Like I can think way bigger. I don't have to put myself in this little box. Mm-hmm. I can do these things. Yeah. Right. So it's a way to get yourself into a spot that brings you the kind of confidence you need to make some moves that right. you might feel are scary. Right. Right. Um, there is probably a limit to it though, because like if you do go way too far over, then you know, you'll you'll come off as like way too cocky false. or overconfident or false, or someone will like actually challenge you mm-hmm. or or put those 
that that claim to the test. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you haven't maybe gone through, like to me, a lot of these things are like climbing steps, right? You got you to gotta go step by step. If you walk up to a staircase right. and think you can jump all the way to step 25, right. you can't do it. You're going to fall down. Right. Right. Um, I, I, but I like that. I, sometimes we can skip a step or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you're saying, uh, what you said just a few minutes ago, which I th thought was great, is you were like, you, you, there are steps to it. Like, and I think that this framing it in your mind is, is a very useful step. It is a step mm -hmm. that we have to do, but we're not done there. It's not yeah. done then. Yeah. The, then the next part to really truly make something occur is feeling into what that would feel like. Yep. And I think that's the combination that is honestly your silver bullet. When both of those things mm. exist equally, then you're really in a spot where you are going to see significant change. And I have seen significant change in so many clients' yeah. lives by by having those two things working together in tandem, how they think and how they feel and bringing them together, especially as mm -hmm. they're kind of focusing on what they want next. So let's fast forward yeah. to you on your deathbed. <laughs> Great. <laughs> wow, this is so cheery. We were having such a nice conversation. I only say that because if we're talking about like our future self, yeah. I think it's an interesting thought exercise mm -hmm. to fast forward to the end of your life yeah. and say, hey, looking back, did I do what I wanted to do? Yeah. And there's so many stories of people looking back and saying, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Right. It's sort of that whole like no regrets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Idea. Right. Like how can we operate now? Right. In a method where our, you know, future selves won't look back and have a regret that we didn't spend more time with family. We didn't take that job opportunity. We didn't go start our business. We didn't quit our job and go to something else. We didn't we didn't right. you know, tr follow that love of our life. We didn't, you know, yeah. we didn't do this. We didn't do that. Um, so if you think about that, and again, this is more like using our brain as a tool. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Not right. as a master. Yeah, as a planning tool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Not yeah. as a master. Yeah. So we're kind of making sure we're being conscious of this, but like, like, hey, what, what do I want the rest of this journey to look like? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are you, was there a question or were you making a statement? <laughs> that was more like a rant. That wasn't a rant. No, it was I awesome. My question we is like. We don't call them rants. We call them my question is like, Come on. Um, do people, um, you know, in business, I do this all the time, yeah. right? We do this idea where we like, we'll, we'll plan like, what's 10 years look like? What do we want the business to look like in 10 years? And then we just work it backwards. Right. Yeah. And by the time you work it backwards, the steps are pretty easy. Yep, it's strategic planning 101. Yep. So you and I do this, mm -hmm. have done this for mm -hmm. ever yeah. for businesses. Yeah. Are you doing strategic planning for your life? No. No. Come on, you're not sitting around, you and Mitch, and you got a whiteboard out and <laughs> no, but making you know family what? vision statements. And... <laughs> actually, we have done that before. We did do that actually once when I first got into all the planning because I thought it was so cool. I had all these value yeah, cards. I'm going to apply this business stuff to my family. I made my Here kids do value cards. They're like, oh, mom, fine. I, I like curiosity. Can I go now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like humor. 
I don't like eating. I don't like eating. Can we just skip all this? Um, you know what? This is going to sound funny, but I, if something were to, and I will go on record saying this, if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, sorry, 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 Brian Cook, one of my old buddies owned a bus company. Now he always would say, why is it always the bus? <laughs> but anyway, um, if something were to happen to me and I got hit by a bus tomorrow, I would feel very happy with what I've done in my hmm. life. Anything else that happens to me at this point is gravy. Hmm. That's a good perspective. Yeah. I really mean it. It, uh, I don't think that's a common, uh, that, I don't think that's a common feeling for people. I would love to hear if that's common or not. I would love Yeah, I don't have that. any scientific no. evidence on it. But no, but wouldn't that be I feel so like interesting? I think part of human nature is just not being content with the things you have or have done right. or where you're at totally. in life. I That's part of it. Yeah. I think there's there's a thing where it's like we're always looking for the next thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we're never really that content. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, I wonder if you have a unique... Well amount of content. And I, I don't say this as an ego thing or bragging. I, I mean, I was I came from a really, really dark spot, right? When I was younger, I had a pretty tough upbringing and I spent many, many years in first therapy and then in coaching, like, and just self-awareness and self-development, trying to get better and better. But, I, and I think that the, all those years have really, really helped and served me mm. in a way that then allows me to serve others. And I, I honestly yeah. think that that's the number one thing. You, ha you have to be comfortable in your own skin and feel pride for what you've done mm. and who you are. And from that, all things are possible. It's super easy mm. to grow from that. But it takes a while to get to that. Yeah. Or at least it did for me. I, I shouldn't say <laughs> it like that. I shouldn't say it like some people may not have as hard. I had a hard head, so it took me way longer. I'm actually a little, I'm, I'm more actually just a little struck by... Um, where you're at with that really because that's not yeah because that's because i'm not there because mm. <laughs> you know like i said like for me i'm like like i was going into this like strategic planning your life <laughs> spot which i was like oh we're gonna talk about strategic planning your life because because <laughs> like right again as like a nerdy introvert that's like where i like to go like let me plan the day i'm gonna die and we'll just work backwards Boom. Oh my <laughs> and if gosh. we make it past that day i you know um <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious so you just you know, uh you derailed <laughs> you need, uh, to need to go lay down we were now. going with this by like a much more profound <laughs> statement <laughs> well listen i think there's always further to that. go there's always further to go there's always more fun trips to take there's always more things to you know competitive be competitive about for the for the benefit and the joy of being competitive and winning like there's always yeah. further to go but i honestly do believe that if it just if the sidewalk stops right this minute for me you're good i'm good yeah yeah <laughs> Well, okay, I'm going to go back to my previous thought. Yeah. I like your thought. I'm not trying to dismiss your thought. Yeah. But uh, the the thing that I've observed with people, yeah. when they're thinking about their future selves, mm -hmm. it's actually really hard to imagine what 
you want your future self to be. Yes. Yeah, I agree. The, like, like nearly impossible. Even when nearly, yeah. When we do business strategic planning, mm -hmm. it's very difficult. And we're talking about like this sort of like entity. Right. Like yeah. you can talk about it Something in a third, outside of as us. a third person, mm -hmm. right? Outside of us. When we think about it for ourselves, it's so hard. Yeah. And um, like to, to your point, almost impossible because like our imagination in that particular yeah. sphere of thinking is just not very good no. or not very developed. Well, I don't know if it's that or if it's just we're too close. I mean, that old that old adage, when you're standing in your own picture frame, you can't see your picture, you mm. know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of that way, too. It's like I think we can get really good about planning certain parts of our future life that mm -hmm. and then and then whatever we feel like we're good at, we just keep spinning on that particular topic but our whole self no i agree with you i just yeah. think there's so, so many factors involved with that that we just are not good at being able to visualize so it's way easier to wing it than try to sit <laughs> yes. down and do that work to figure out what we actually want the our future selves to be and be like yes and uh, yes and, and i love winging it as long as we're checking <laughs> in with not just our thoughts on it but how it would feel in the having mm -hmm. of that. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.